Morning, y'all. My name is Lincoln. I'm part of the Connections team. Quick show of hands, 49ers. It's okay to be bitter, but let's get over it, all right? It's okay. Yes, okay, yeah. Uh, Chiefs. Nobody. Okay, okay, that's all right. All right, just one. Uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah, okay, much more, much more, much more interesting. <laughs> right, it's perfect. All right, so we are not here to talk about football or Taylor Swift. We're here to talk about uh, the way of Jesus. And we here at LifeBridge, we believe that, that is the better way, uh, that he's worth our time and all of our efforts and gathering here on Sundays is the way that we do that. Uh, so if y'all could go check out the LifeBridge website for me. You can see all these things up here. You can see the events. You can hear John's uh, the recordings of his sermons and devotionals. If you're looking for like a devotional in the morning or having trouble just figuring out what to do in the morning with getting in the Word or the afternoon, you know, whatever you do, uh, his devotionals are a great way. You can get them by email. You can hear them on a podcast. I love reading. I'm not a great listener. My wife tells me that. Um, anyways, so I like to read it and uh, see it in the morning. It's a great way to get engaged with the church in the mornings for me. Uh, you can also check things out on the app. If you download the Tidely Church app and search for LifeBridge, you'll find it on there. You can do your giving. You can see the prayer wall. Uh, you can see the events, get in touch with LifeBridge kids. It's a great way to get engaged with our church here. Uh, and then here at LifeBridge, we believe everybody is called to give generously with their time, with their attitudes, with their talents and efforts. And you can do that with the ways up here. You can do it with the phone number on Venmo, over that sweet new Tidely Church app, or you can just do a good old-fashioned cash and check. And then we want to thank everyone who came out to do the food packing last week. We packed a ton of meals. It was awesome. And we found out that John can carry like three boxes at a time. It was great. Um, so if y'all missed that, we'll probably do it again next year. And it was a great time for everyone. Also coming up, I'm excited for this, Hoops for Hope. Uh, it benefits Exploits No More. Uh, it's going to be on March 16th at Karcher Middle School. It's three versus three, but I think you can have teams of five. So if y'all scan that QR code up there, I'm looking for one more person. Meet me in the lobby. <laughs> you don't want to be on my team. Um, so it's going to be a great time. Uh, I think everyone gets a free t-shirt out of it, which like that sells me. That's all I need to hear. But anyways, uh, Savannah and Stephanie are going to come up and talk about a uh, great new opportunity coming up. All right. Good morning. Uh, my name is Savannah. I am part of the stewardship team. And uh, if you guys have been here a while, you might have heard, usually when we do a stewardship update, um, we'll talk about sometimes the budget. Um, and sometimes we'll talk about our ministry partners, which is a big, uh, very important part of our, um, our budget here. Uh, we have local partners and we have global partners. And so we try to just kind of keep you guys up to date on needs that they have, upcoming events, upcoming initiatives, ways that you can pray with for them or partner with them um, monetarily or otherwise. Um, so today I just wanted to mention that starting January, we actually made a slight shift with some of our um, global partners in particular. Um, we have four partners that we've partnered with for a long time, um, International Justice Mission, Healing Waters, uh, World Relief and Compassion International. Um, so they are some of our global partners. And they are amazing organizations. There is absolutely nothing wrong with them. Um, but we noticed this year that uh, we actually have many church family members that are 
parts of organizations, whether they volunteer or they work for them or something like that, um, regularly interacting with some organizations that do very similar work to those four organizations. And because we have a very personal tie to them, um, we thought that it would be good to kind of update some of our global partnerships and almost like switch them out um, with some of those, org those orgs. Um, that way we can have those people, like actual church members who are going over there, doing the work, seeing the work, seeing the people and the impact, they can actually come and um, tell you about what it's like over there and give those updates, kind of have that personal um, touch. So again, absolutely nothing wrong with those four orgs. Um, they're really great. We would encourage you to still, you know, keep up with them or support them if you feel led. Um, but as a church, we'll formally be um, updating those with a few different global organizations. So they're updated on the website. We'll also be updating the um, the cards in the back. But Steph is here because one of the global orgs that we are um, formally partnering with is Heal and Thrive Global. They do really awesome things, and Steph actually just came back from a trip in Uganda. So she's going to give a little bit of an update about their work there. Thanks, Savannah. Yeah, so I'm Stephanie Eisner, and uh, my husband Sean and I have been involved with Heal and Thrive uh, Global for about eight years. Um, I've been to Uganda now five times, and um, yeah, so just going to share a little bit about the trip. So Heal and Thrive works in the Sarodi region of Uganda, which is kind of in the uh, northeast corner. Um, I should have had a map in my slides, but I didn't. I'll do that next time. Um, and they work a lot with uh, women's groups for um, literacy and other training. They work on clean water and also work with um, child-headed households, uh, which kids that don't have parents making a way for them to attend school. So um, just going to go over some of the things that we did while we were there. Um, so this is a, a picture of generally a water source for um, the women and kids uh, in Uganda if they don't have source of clean water. Um, and one of the things, we opened a well while we were there, and um, that well signified that we have um, been able to give 100,000 people clean water over the past 12 years that Heal and Thrive has been working um, in Uganda. And um, this is really important because uh, when people are drinking water from these sources, um, there's a lot of waterborne um, illnesses that all count, so that makes it difficult for the moms to be able to do their businesses. It makes it difficult for the kids to be able to go to school, uh, which we want them in school and we want the businesses working. So it's just really important that they have access um, to a close water source that's clean. Um, and here we are celebrating the opening of the well. Um, this is Clementina. Um, she's about 80 years old, and she had waited her whole life to be able to have a source of clean water. So here she's celebrating with the well opening, um, her prayers and the prayers of the generations before her um, being able to have clean water near them. And then um, in the previous slide, you saw um, Charles. He was... Uh, helping in the celebration, and he's a literacy coach, so he's um, a person who helps the women um, learn literacy and other things, and um, you know, he's really involved in these women's lives and, and really loves them, and uh, after we did the, the well opening ceremony, it was like 10 minutes later, he just dropped to his knees and worship just for um, 
the fact that these women now have access to clean water, and it was just a really sacred moment. Um, so one of the other things we did is we visited um, a teen mom community center. Um, this was uh, an area that we had gone to just a year before, um, and we thought it was the most depressing place we had been. These girls had just, you could tell, just were being attacked. Um, there was no joy. Um, just they um, did not look towards their future, um, and it was just really difficult to be there a year ago. We had come right around the same time, so it was actually coming up in my memories a, a year ago that we were there, and we were doing like a belovedness event where we were going through having them write down the lies that they hear and, and um, ripping those up and then listening to the spirit and, and what's truthful about them, and it just it did not work. There was just so much going on, and we could just tell that um, the enemy was working against that, and uh, we've been able to now send two people to work directly um, with them in that area, and the change was just amazing. Um, the joy, um, the progress was just so great to see. So as an example, um, you can see here um, some of the girls dancing. Um, it was just, it was an amazing day to be there. I was brought to tears, just the difference that a year can make and pouring love into these girls, um, what that can do. So they're now healing and dancing and have relationship and community. And it's just, just amazing to see. Um, and as an example, here's uh, Philomena and her dad. They were estranged after she became pregnant. Um, but through this past year of her learning, she's healing. She feels empowered, and she's growing her business. Um, her dad has now seen it and is completely changed, and he's proud of her and accepting and involved in her life, and he's actually willing to like help some of the other girls with their businesses, so it was great to see that change. Um, here's a sale. So she was showing us um, that she's learned to write her name and some of her numbers, um, so generally when we bring or open a community center uh, for literacy, generally about 50% of the women do not know how to read or write, um, don't understand uh, math, and so as they're trying to do businesses, it's really difficult. They tend to be cheated, so um, the literacy center is a way that we can uh, help them in part of their lives. Just another picture of them going through uh, the alphabet, learning um, their letters and the, uh, how to pronounce uh, words in Ateso, which is the language of the region. And we were able to launch a new uh, literacy center. So here, here it is, opening the literacy center. Um, like I said, about 50% of the women that are joining that have no um, ability to read or write. And so now they'll, they'll be learning reading and writing, but also uh, hygiene, uh, sanitation, business skills, and also agricultural. So yeah, so I just wanted to thank um, everyone for uh, giving us the ability to show this little girl, her name is uh, Precious Anna Grace, um, that their moms can learn and be um, successful and also empowering them to have clean water. Um, one of the biggest things we say there is um, you are loved and worth loving. And so we just appreciate everyone being able to help us do that.
and then just a couple slides from of me of the trip. So um, with some of the kids in our program at the well opening, um, we were actually drilling another well. So I was able to talk to the, the driller there and then um, with a, a group of ladies in one of the literacy centers. <laughs> Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you for the update, and it's great to hear what God is doing in Uganda and other parts of the world. And as uh, Savannah said, we are updating some of our uh, global partnerships, and those will be reflected in the cards out in the lobby eventually. You guys know how I love paper and how I love printing. I don't, if you don't know that. Like, oh, yeah, they, uh, uh. It's on the website, and that's all up. Digitally, it's just a boom, boom, boom. It's done, but i got to print stuff. So uh, those will be updated soon. Um, but we're really excited about these new partnerships. They are organizations that we have close connections with here at the church, and so we're excited about getting these updates and staying up to date with what's happening there um, and all the opportunities that that opens up to us.